This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. We're back. Jody Leon, Sean Anderson. We're going to be reacting to the college football playoff rankings that were just released. Uh, I think for the most part, we can agree that they got most of it right, and we're going to be talking about it as some more of the rankings are going to be unfolding as they only released the top six. Some thoughts as well on the uh, the remaining conference championship games as well as going to be coming today. Sean, how are we doing today? Uh, doing all right. Rallying, as always, on a Sunday. Uh, uh, but Okay. What? <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you're just airing it out, I guess. How am I airing it out? I thought something, <laughs> something was aired out. Regard, oh, dude, I you know what? I'm excited to do this show. Yes. I had a good Saturday. Went to a uh, woke up. I went to a um, a Japanese uh, barbecue place where you're grilling your own meats. Uh, it was a really good. So uh, you went to like knock off Benihana. Kinda, kinda. It was delicious. Okay, though. Okay. It was fantastic. Okay. Uh, and then the whole time having a you know with some friends, and then it's it's all pretty fun lighthearted chat they went to go watch the soccer game i did not uh, so i just met up with them after at that spot and then one of the guys there you know we were just casually having a good time and then after we get back to our spot and college football's on and he's a big uh, alabama fan and oh, no. uh and it just became the whole i mean probably an hour's worth of yelling and arguing about whether or not alabama was going to make it during the tcu <laughs> game during the the, the magic show that was the yeah. TCU Kansas State yes. game. I had to keep on and I hate to bury the lead. I had to keep on t- pointing to the TV. I'm saying, "Hey, look at this team. You can't keep that magic team out of the playoff. You can't do it." And he was stubborn and he was as stubborn as could be. And I get it. It's 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 a it's a microcosm of the Alabama fan, but that's what they're like. No, it's not the microcosm. I think that every Alabama fan is what they're it. like. I, I mean, I don't personally know any Alabama fans, but like just seeing kind of glimpses of it on Twitter and also getting comments on previous videos we've posted. I know that they all shared the sentiment that they deserve to be in over TCU. I have a take later on that they should be more deserving of somebody else, but I don't want to get too ahead of that. Um now, if we have the four teams that are going to be playing in the playoff, and if you wanted to hypothetically bet on that, where could we go do that, Sean? We could go do that at Bet Online. Ah. That's where we could go do that at. A lot of, uh, uh, I don't know what these spreads are going to be. They're going to be big, is what I'll say. It's going to be mm. some big spreads, I would assume. Uh, but go to Bet Online if you're going to be betting the college football playoff. And then also, happy Sunday, everybody. Football Sunday is back. Ready to see my Atlanta Falcons get crushed by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the what I'm going to call the Kenny Pickett welcome to the league game, where he goes for 400 through the air and maybe 100 on the ground and torches uh, my, my pitiful team that I root for in the NFL. Doesn't mean I won't be betting on NFL football. I'm taking the Washington Commanders to absolutely uh, uh, fuck up the New York football giants uh, today. Yeah, take. Well, uh, okay, I, I, I'm in the middle of a read. Why not interrupt yeah. me? 
the New York football giants are a dumpster fire and they have no momentum. Whereas the, uh, the Washington commanders are, are, are rolling with a ton of momentum, a ton of offensive talent and not the Kenny Galladay contract as well. If I may add, yeah, you guys beat the Falcons. Congratulations. Yeah, I do. I know it was a yeah. nightmare. I, I, that ruined my weekend. Actually. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> whatever <laughs> place your bets at betonline.ag. It's where the game starts and it is our best. It is our betting sponsor. So if you're going to be betting and you're in the stream, go ahead, use them. Betonline.ag. Yes. Yeah, and if you're like me where you need to go to – you can't go to the typical names for indirect reasons I will not specify. If you can't go to the FanDuel's and the DraftKings, you need a place like BetOnline. And, like, I have goofy friends who use other websites. I'm not going to mention those names. Well, do they get uh, a fifty percent? Do they get a fifty percent welcome bonus with their first deposit by well, using the code Believe? They don't. And I've got a buddy who just moved to California, and I was like, "Use this, use Bet Online, because like I'm going to get you a promo code. You're not going to. No one else is going to give you a promo code for any of these other websites, right? But, uh, it's better than using a bookie because you don't have anybody breathing down your neck. It's it, it it's so so much better of a place to go to. So go to go to Bet Online. So Sean, um, I was kind of partially hoping to come in here screaming with some stuff to yell about. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. The committee got it right. I tweeted this out, and I, this isn't like a, a shocking take or like a shocking revelation. Um, surprisingly, the committee did it right, which is something that we're so used to on a yearly basis. And then also anyone who watches my ranking quick reaction shows, those two-minute shows that I've, I've done the whole season, I've always had something that's made me upset. And there's always something that they have clearly and blatantly fucked up. But they got it right. The four teams as it stand in the playoff right now are Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State at four in that order, Alabama five, Tennessee at six. When I say that they got it right, they didn't do anything egregious that is going to make us upset and angry here. And the main thing we're talking about, I think that those those remaining th- three of those teams made sense. Three of those teams there was a, you know, a lot of an argument to be made for why that they deserve to be in it. But where the, the fuck-up could have happened is with TCU, is, is placing Alabama in ahead of TCU. And I know Nick Saban was on his press tour lobbying for Alabama to get in, but albeit his argument was that we had close losses against good teams and we're playing in the SEC, TCU is more deserving of it. They shouldn't be held accountable for an overtime close loss in their conference championship game. Who a very this good isn't team. the situation with, yes. I, I was also like telling him, uh, he's like, he's a huge SEC guy. I'm like, hey, dude, Kansas State would beat Ole Miss. All right. You got to be, we got to be realistic about the situation here in the Big 12. There's two teams that can actually play ball. Uh, it was the two teams that were playing in the, in the Big 12 championship yesterday. So mm-hmm. all of this SEC was so tough this year. They weren't. They weren't. And, and that's a, a take that changes. It's a take that changes. And it can change, and it should be able to change. In week eight or nine, uh, I said that the the, it, the maybe the SEC should have three teams in the college football playoff. I was saying that openly yeah. because maybe they should have. Uh, but look at this now. I understand why you think they got it right. Uh, it's because a, a team did lose on Friday, and I think you were rather happy about it. Uh, oh, but, I was very reg- happy that you regardless. Were that. Yeah, yeah, I lost a lot of money. Uh, I really am um, you Good. every everybody I also decided, bet on USC by the way I, I I don't know I don't even remember doing I, I think it was in like a fever uh, state I when I was sick and I dropped a, a, a minus three bet and I was so mad when I found out that I made that bet but continue your point Dude, I, okay I, everybody 
I knew I had money on USC just yeah. of, because of course. Right. And that was an embarrassment. Uh, I, I understand that there might've been a little bit of, uh, they did it so right because USC didn't even really have a chance, but they played themselves out of having a chance and whether or not that should be allowed or rational, it, it's kind of above our pay grade to, to say it is becoming a much more popular take though. It is becoming a much more popular take that teams that shouldn't be rewarded for not having the play in the conference championship games. Again, flip side of the coin, you're there, win the game. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I can get both sides of it. People are really hostile about it, and they're really hostile about their side of that coin. Uh, but in two years, it won't really matter that much. So we'll. we'll, we'll, we'll- I- I know that like that's the most aggravating thing about all this. I am a supporter of the 12 team playoff, but I, I, I am so aggravated by the fact that we're we're sitting here and we're kind of talking about like the semantics of what goes into a team that earns a playoff spot and and all that shit. But it's not gonna matter when the, the playoff expands. Like we've got one more year of this, and this year is the perfect year of support for the 12 team playoff because there are so many different angles that we could have we could have taken. And I know a I was talking to Blake. Teams. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Blake about this yesterday that there's obviously going to be arguments like of like, oh, why the hell would uh, Tulane get in over LSU? That's a separate issue, but I'd rather have those debates for a lower down seed. The main point here is that we've got more good football teams. We're not removing other teams that suffered close losses we're not removing those teams. So we, we have a much larger competitive field. Regardless, this is the, the grouping that we have. But um, Sean, I got a little bit of a spicy take that I, I want to I throw out there. All right, spice it up then. I actually think I'm, not, I'm fine with the playoff field. I actually think I would have rather had Alabama in at four than, than Ohio State. No, you're tripping, tripping. Hear me out. I think that Alabama would have provided a more competitive matchup for Georgia I don't have a ton of faith for Ohio State against Georgia in this game. It's not about the matchups. But, it's about the best but, team. But on top of that, but who is Ohio State beaten? Their their best win is against Penn State, and the Understood. rest of their, the rest of their wins are against mid tier Big Ten teams. At the same time, Alabama, their losses come to two ranked SEC teams. One of which was a close loss to the team that just played in the SEC championship game. I don't understand why that team is being. Um, uh, discredited for their performances because of the, them having two losses. I think it would have been a way, way more competitive and an interesting matchup. And honestly, Alabama has the best shot maybe out of any of these teams to beat Georgia. Nobody's nobody's beating Georgia. Okay, and I hate and and I know that we're going to try to drum up some some good controversy in the previews of what could happen and who could make some magic work. Did you see that fucking SEC championship game with LSU? Okay, Did but you we, see talk, that? we talked about that, that going into the game, though. Sean, that was a fire sale. That was a fire sale. But we talked about how bad LSU was and how we didn't think that they were even deserving of being in the in the in the SEC championship I game understand. in the first place. And it was because of just the timing of everything. I think Alabama would have looked a little bit similar to that. No, that no, come to, on. I don't know because we I've talked about endlessly of how Brian Kelly doesn't really prepare his teams for those big games. He's not there yet with this LSU team. I got faith that Nick shows up and prepares his guys to at least have a hard fought battle with Georgia and get some punches in. They're not built that way this year. They're not. They don't have a game breaker aside from Jameer Gibbs. And Bryce Young, we could say he's a game breaker, but mm-hmm. what he needs somebody to help him break the game. He doesn't have it. He doesn't. 
he doesn't have the receiving options that we typically see in Alabama. And I understand it's cyclical. They used to be wide receiver university. Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Waddle, Ruggs, Judy, all of the Mech, all of these, these dudes that came through there. All of them, understood, used to be wide receiver U. They're not. For some reason, the wide receivers are going other places. They need to lock in mm. on that in the offseason and then recruit. And then maybe next year they have some receivers and they can get it going again. They don't have enough offensive firepower. They might have the next Alvin Kamara and Jameer Gibbs. I know that's a, a very popular comparison that I've seen uh, on the internet. But it is not a good enough team for them to really push Georgia. It's not. By the way, anyone who's joining in, make sure you hit that like button. Uh, drop a comment as well for everyone who is who's participating in the conversation here. Um, I understand the issues that they have at receiver. But look at what a, a much stronger receiving group for LSU did. The results that they produced against Georgia, nothing. They didn't. They didn't do zip. I they got all their yards in garbage stronger. time. I wouldn't even call that much stronger. It doesn't matter. Georgia picked them apart. Georgia. I don't know how many tight ends they have. They have too many, and they're all too good. There's no okay, stopping let, this team. Let, let me ask you this, and we've got fresh in the chat already uh, calling his uh, his his shots against Georgia. Uh, I love the ludicrous. It's a ludicrous statement. I, I love. I love fresh. It's a ludicrous statement. The question is not because I think we both agree. Not if Ohio State can beat Georgia. The question is rather, how competitive is this game? Do we think that Ohio State can at least inflict a little fear in Georgia? I think they could. I think that the current wide receiver U in, L- in Ohio State could possibly get Georgia uh, on their heels a little bit. A lot of weapons there. A lot of weapons. We'll see if uh, is Tra- Travion Henderson, is he out, hurt his status? I think it was questionable. I'm not in the sure Michigan game, uh, regard, yeah, they have a couple really good running backs. They have a quarterback that's good enough. Again, not high on Stroud. That's my opinion. Uh, he's a good college quarterback, but it's that's about what it is in my eyes. Uh, but the they have enough to to give them a half, and if they can dig deep, maybe they can give them three quarters. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody, dude. They kicked the shit out of Michigan last year. They kicked the pit. I mean, they kicked the piss out of Michigan. Yes. So, so I, I think they're kicking the piss out of anybody that they play on for yeah. in the first round. I do. I think that what we saw from Michigan and Ohio State was like really telling that this is not going to be a very good matchup for Ohio State. And it's it's simply the one takeaway I had after the game is Ohio State's offense looked really soft, and they're going up against the most physical team yeah. in the country. So, like, I don't have faith that they can nut up and face off with this this Georgia defensive line. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Michigan. But I really don't believe point. Ohio State can step up to this this occasion, to this momentous task. Like, I'm sure that they're going to have a bunch of a big plays, and if Smith and Jigba's back, they're going to have some really, you know, some, some fun splash plays. They'll probably score a couple long touchdowns, but there's going to be drives where CJ Stroud is going to be pissing down his leg with Jalen Carter draped all over him, like we had with Jane yeah. Daniels last night. But mm-hmm. I think that scheme Michigan it up. scheme it up if you're going against. I don't know that how much you. I don't know how much you can I, scheme I, it I, against. I, I'm, I'm familiar. <laughs> I'm, I'm very familiar. He's an impressive gentleman. Impressive gentleman. That's the. <laughs> that's what I'm going to call him. He's an uh, impressive gentleman. 
I think that's the best way to describe um, <laughs> the best defensive lineman in the country. Is someone who instills fear in the heart of everybody that he has to face. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I, I actually like that idea that, and we off air should should game, game <laughs> brainstorm a way to use that. We should have like an impressive gentleman power rankings or something yeah. like that. <laughs> It's such a it's such a dumb way to phrase it, but I love it. Uh, um, I feel though that Michigan is the the most equipped to face off with Georgia. Like I feel that out of any team, if they don't dick around the way that they dicked around against Purdue, like that, you could see that they were kind of like, oh, we're ready to go play in the playoff in the beginning of that game, in uh, up until halftime. And then halftime rolls around and the commentators were all talking about like, this might be the best second half team in the country, which is really true. And then Donovan Edwards just starts grinding it out and then popping off all those long runs. And he has a huge game. Once they kind of set the tone in the second half, they were back to the Michigan team that we knew. The way that they set the tone is at the line of scrimmage. And their offensive line, I think, is the best in the country, if not second best to Georgia. That is what is going to help them win this game. I think that they're pissed off about last year too is going to gonna invigorate them. I'm not saying that they beat Georgia, but if we're going to get a competitive game in the national championship game, I think that this is actually going to be more competitive than some people are willing to admit. I agree. I can see that point. The only, I'm going to throw the, the wrench in it. I have to. And it's the team, man. It's the team of magic. I, I might put some faith in the team of magic to make it competitive. You don't do a se- you don't have a season like this just to just to get blown out in the college football playoff. You I can't I I I have to maybe say the team of magic could get something going against Michigan. And then if they can, maybe they get something going against uh, 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 Georgia. I'm just brainstorming. I like the magic team. I like the magic team. Here's the problem. Max Duggan got the shit kicked out of him last, last game. <laughs> he got he got <laughs> annihilated last game. Uh, and people are like, oh, he's good. He's going to take worse hits the, versus the SEC teams. Maybe, but you can't take more hits than he took on Saturday versus the SEC teams. It seems almost impossible, especially on those last couple drives. He was getting uh, obliterated. Uh, Listen, I'm, Sean. I, I know. Shut up. Shut go up. Ahead. Go ahead. Continue. Shut up. I'm we sorry. can ride I'm, with I'm the magic. We can ride with the fucking magic for a little bit, can't we? I, I love I'm TCU. not trying to pipe dream it. I'm not trying to Cincinnati it. I'm saying they got some players. They fight and they play hard, and you could never count them out. I love TCU, and they have been a really fun storyline. But reality started to set in for me in this Kansas State game. Oh, no. They got going Kansas way State's too a late. Good team. They're a good, State's a good, they're a good team. team, but they're not playing in the playoff. Like that's they're supposed to be a better team than Kansas State, and I think I wholeheartedly believe that they are. They but are. Here, here's where it comes down to it: why I don't think that they're going to stand. They're not going to be able to beat Michigan. I'm not saying that they're going to get dominated. They're going to fight till the end. I have a lot of faith that they will fight until the end, and they will find a way to crawl back into it if they do go down by multiple scores, like we saw happen against every fucking good opponent that they've played. But they are just not built well enough up front, especially on their offensive line, to go against Michigan. I have. I am very scared. And they're coached seeing, well enough, though. They have a good fucking they're, coach. They're coached well, but Kansas State physically dominated them. And, like, Kansas State's, like, they've got some dudes in their D-line, but, like... I, Physical domination. Kansas State played fucking hard. All right? They, they wanted did. to play spoiler. They, they did play hard, such but, a like... a hater. You're such a I'm hater. I'm not... A, I, dude, I am the biggest 
I am the biggest like strange you, TCU and Patrice, supporter and Ice T and Chappelle. And you're sitting there in your suits at the player haters ball. And you know who the first the first, first person you're hating on? TCU and the Horned Frogs. That's you. I am not a hater. Everyone who's tuned into the show, to this channel, to the SEC show, I I should pull up the conversations I was having with Blake yesterday that like the whole game he kept texting me and tagging me. And my response is just wait until the end of the game. Wait until the end of the game. They're going to come back. They're going to come get back. I, I believed wholeheartedly that TCU was going to come back, but their magical season is going to come to an end against Michigan. With a with the national championship trophy is how it's going to come to an end. I, I don't like that you're doing this obnoxious, stupid. Like, how am I? Whoa, whoa, whoa. How is it obnoxious and or stupid to believe that the Horned Frogs could could beat Michigan and Georgia back to back subsequently? Let, let me let me pivot this to like a more realistic, uh, non-hack uh, outlook on this game. <laughs> oh, what kind of I channel know. are we running now? <laughs> <laughs> how telling is the Kansas State loss for you? Like None. It, it, Kansas State's legit. Kansas State's good. They push teams all year. If had stupid weird losses, doesn't matter. Kansas State is a good team, and they play hard. And there's something about that purple that's going on in the Big Twelve this year. Where it, it, they're good teams. They're good teams. They're good fucking teams. Kansas State lost. If I see, I, I would say TCU wins that matchup seven times out of ten. Seven times out of ten. Okay, I I I understand that Fair. math, and I, I I agree because I also believe that TCU is the better. Was a better program in that game, but the 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 thing that took them out of it were a couple bad bounces, miss field goal. There was the uh, the question of they if, also if got Kendrick fucking job late. They got jobbed late. Yeah. All right. If you're down at the one inch line, don't set it back to the one yard line. All right. You're at the one inch line. You fuck. Can I also ask you? Do, do you agree? And I, JJ Watt was one of the people who tweeted this. Agreed. And, uh, they should have. They should have gone for with a with a push from the back. Agreed. They should have gone with a QB I, I, sneak. Yes. I don't understand why they didn't go with a QB that, sneak there. Dude, on that final drive, I think uh, I think Kendra Miller had like one rush for six yards. And then Max Duggan taking some shots. He had every other yard on that. He, he ran yeah. for like 70 yards on the final drive. I Yeah, I don't understand why. Kansas State clearly was not properly scheming and preparing to go up against Duggan. No. So I don't understand... Why you don't? I would have faked that handoff, and then I would have just rolled him out. That was, I would have pitched it to the outside. I would have done a, a lot of different things. A rollout pass. But I, I would have put the ball in the hand of hands of Duggan, and maybe he was banged up or, or so hurt that he couldn't do that. But oh, I would have put it. I would have put it in his hands. I would have rolled him out and have a tight end. You just need one guy that's that's streaming across, and if he's open, you yeah. throw it. And you tell Duggan just to run it in. Either of those things would have been open. They sold out so aggressively to stop Kendra Miller in that play that I, I, there was an argument on, on – I was in the Cover 3 pod this morning when I was driving back to my apartment, and the argument that they were making – oh, shut up. The argument that they were making – one of the hosts was making is that Kendra has been so good in short yard yardage situations this year. And, like, I get that, and he's a great short yardage back, but at the same time – you're on the one-inch line. You're that fucking close. The guy who has put you in that position to win the game and made miraculous plays, albeit some boneheaded mistakes that took you out of some drives and that might have cost you the game, is still the guy who got you to that point. Why is the ball not in his hands at the end of the game? Here's the uh, here's here's what's so impressive about TCU, and this is why I'm in on them. Uh, it's because 
even in the loss when they had to go down and score a touchdown, they did. And more importantly, more importantly, this is how I know it's a good coach team or a well-coached team. When you have a two-point conversion that you need to make, right? Mm. You have a play that you can count on that will work. You like the one that they ran. The one that they ran to get them into overtime and tie perfect. the game. It's perfect. a perfect play. And the only team, you know it's a bad team when you can't do a two-point conversion play. Every team practices them. And we've seen some practices, Joe, especially in two-minute or, or at least I've seen some where, okay, here's the two-point conversion play. It didn't work. Okay, now we have to go to a different one and see what's going to work versus this scheme. You have to have one ready. And TCU is a team, uh, along with the other three teams in the in the top four, where you say, I need two yards. You scheme me up one play and get me two yards, they can do it. That's why I have some form of confidence in them. Because even though it's just one play and it's a season full of thousands and thousands of plays, if you have an important play and you got to put your nuts in your season on the line and get the play, it's so it's so important to have that. How many times this year, Joe, have we seen teams bumble and stumble on the goal line? Yeah, there's been a lot of questionable decision making, and I don't, I, I don't get how teams aren't better prepared for that. And it's almost as if TCU ran their one good play, and uh, then they yeah. didn't have anything else to, to run to, it again. To I promise you, if they get to that situation versus Michigan, they'll have two plays. <laughs> they better. Well, hopefully, they do. They better. Um, we will obviously do a full preview of these games in the coming days. I'm sure we'll some coach we'll, talk. Yeah, what, what me saying in the coming days? No, no, no. Just no, no. Just some coach like coach hiring talk and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. We we've got a lot to figure out on what we're we're going to cover um, throughout the the uh, the bowl season. Uh, I want to just kind of get to some of the other headlines, and we've got we've got Aimbotter already asking, "What are your thoughts on the Clemson versus North Carolina game?" Let's get to that one first because Ian Botter's asking. Um, yeah, Joe, tell us about the tell us about the Clemson North Carolina game. <laughs> so I, I was telling Sean beforehand, I bet on this game, and I bet North Carolina money line because the odds were great. The odds were like really good. It was like plus two hundred something. I was like, ooh, this mm-hmm. is this is spicy. Watch the beginning of the game. DJU sucks. He can't hit shit. None of his passes are coming anywhere near any of his receivers. He looks like. He looks like the most startled, uh, like confused individual I've ever seen playing quarterback in a conference championship game. Did not belong on that field. And I'm like, oh, this bet's going to hit. I even tweeted about it. I'm like, I don't, don't want to have to watch this shit. And I'm thinking, I'll watch the first quarter. It's going to be a blowout by the end of the first quarter. Then Cade Klubnik comes into the game. Cade Klubnik proceeds to go on one of the most egregious runs I've ever seen from a true freshman quarterback to lead his team to the most dominant win over a quarterback in Drake May that could have won the Heisman. I have a theory, though, Sean. I think that that was the game plan by Dabo. I think that the game plan was, we're going to start DJ, and he is going to shit the bed so bad on the first couple series. We're going to give him a chance. Now, if he does okay, we'll keep him in. But if he shits the bed as bad as we think, North Carolina is going to be so hopped up on themselves. They're going to be so feeling themselves. They're going to think that they've got it handled. And one of the things that we always see happen in, in college football, especially when a different quarterback comes in the game that you didn't game plan for, that is completely different. And then you have a completely different set of plays that you could call with that guy. You are so unprepared. You have no idea what to do. And that's what happened. They threw Cade in. They completely 180'd on him. And North Carolina didn't wasn't ready. 
all the game planning that they did was for was for shit dick DJ Uyunglele who who couldn't complete a pass. Instead, you throw it to the gunslinger Cade Klubnik, who's airing it out. They weren't prepared. That was that might have been the most big brain dabo move that I have ever seen. Uh, and I, I will say that Clemson is in pretty good hands if that's the the man of the future. Look, man, uh, do you have a um? You have a tinfoil hat in my size. I I knew you were going to say something stupid. Like I was that. just wondering, <laughs> do you have a tinfoil hat in my size? Because you had some good rationale afterwards. Uh, you did. Uh, where teams aren't prepared for the backup quarterback. They're not. Uh, but <laughs> you can't go saying that Dabo wanted to go down 14 and then come back in, rally for 33 on the answer. You wait, can't he didn't possibly go, tell me that's the, that's the scheme. They didn't go you can't down look me in my 14, eyes. Though. They didn't go down 14. Though. How much did they go down? It was like it was seven nothing, and then like it it was the first two series, and then they took uh, him out. Celebrating after seven nothing, that's your own fault. That's your own fault. Uh, they looked like they were gonna kick the, sh- the shit out of him. They looked like they were gonna kill him. That's your own fault. Seven nothing, dude. I had people playing with my money when it, when USC was up seventeen to three or whatever yeah. they were up. I I I had a guy saying in my house this game over. Why? I'm like, hey, fuck up. This is the first quarter. Why are you why are you why are you bringing God into this? Why do you want him coming down <laughs> and seeing that that USC is winning by a lot right now in the first quarter? Why would you get the big man involved? And you can't do that. You can't do that to someone's money, but they did. So it's uh it's your own fault. Uh Clemson USC, I didn't watch one minute of this game. I was having my ear uh screamed into by a a very uh passionate I can't remember what school. Some 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 stupid school. Uh, this girl's screaming in my ear uh, uh, very loudly. I guess if you wear a fucking Tennessee hat to a bar, everybody, I, I, it's my own fault. It's my own fault. You a lot of a good... Tennessee hat to a bar and some girl uh, verbally accosted you is what you're telling me? No, she was very nice. I think I'm going to go on a date with her. But she was screaming in my ear. Wait, when you say screaming in your ear, like she just like was talking really loud or... Well, there was a live band because why doesn't every bar have to have a live live band now? And uh-huh. we were right by them, so I couldn't hear anyways. And then she would get right into my ear and scream, and then I couldn't hear what she was saying. Oh, you you painted it that like you did something to upset her, and she oh, was no, 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 no. She was delightful, but she was yelling very loudly. Oh. And, the, and a lot of the banter was about Tennessee, so that was my Saturday night. And oh. a lot of a, a lot of. Uh, Fucking this stupid group! I, I've never seen someone do the bit that we do, or we that my friends would do, uh-huh. where these three guys in flannels. I'd walk by, and they just start like like barking and doing Rocky Top. Just, oh, oh, Rocky Top! Just, <laughs> Bro, give me a fucking break, man! <laughs> but they were like so lighthearted, I couldn't get like I couldn't get upset about it. Uh, but I did not it watch. Sounds about that. Sounds like uh, <laughs> Northern Virginia, dude. I can't get. I can't go to a bar in fucking college apparel. I can't. It worked good with girls. Works poorly with gentlemen. It works bad with dudes. They can't hold themselves. They can't keep. Oh it yeah. together. They well, can't it, keep it together. It's an easy. Well, it also doesn't help that you're the largest eyesore that yes. walks into every yeah, okay. single bar. There's, you're, a, you're, there's you're, a noun that you just you're, put on the end of that. <laughs> you're the. <laughs> you're, you put in the <laughs> you're like a you're a refrigerator with a tarp on it that uh, says yeah. University of Tennessee. That's that's rolling into a bar. So of course yeah, they're gonna shout at the, the hey look at the big monster. man with the shirt on. Yeah, 
<laughs> I understand. They probably thought you played there. That's probably what did. it was. And then when I told them, hey, I didn't. It didn't stop them. <laughs> no, I played at the University of Rhode Island, I, <laughs> which is less impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, Whatever. Sean, I want to just get to, uh, in, unless anyone who is joining us, uh, I have a couple people that have tapered out. I think Fresh left us. Wait, what the hell happened to Colin? Is Colin dead? Like, did we lose Colin? Is he no longer on this earth? I don't know. Did, maybe he wasn't in politics. Maybe he was like in the mob or something. Maybe yeah. he was mixed up maybe, with Or some... maybe he really was in politics. <laughs> yeah, pray for Colin. Uh, we miss you, Colin. Um, I want to talk about, or anyone has any comments, drop them in here. But I want to talk about the USC-Utah game. That was so unbelievably satisfying watching them an ass. get their Go asses ahead. kicked. And it's a simple take is that USC's offense can't operate if Caleb uh, Williams is not running around in circles. Aren't those all uh, uh, Lincoln Riley's offenses? If you kind of, I mean, that's kind of what what Kyler used to do. Baker used to do a little bit, but Caleb's able to do it at a higher level because he's the, maybe the best athlete that he's had in his offense. But the minute that he was hurt, he had his injured hamstring. And I know that like, to play the injury card and be like, oh, haha, he got hurt and they, they couldn't do anything. But that's literally what happened. He got hurt. He couldn't move. And he just sat there and got blasted every single drive. He took a beating. And they lost. He took a fucking beating in this game. I don't know why they kept him in. I know why they kept him in, but I'm sitting here like, oh, this guy what? is getting he's getting beat. I mean, he's just uh, Utah was was taking no prisoners. They they were killing him. Um. Shit, what was I going to say? I got distracted by something in the chat. Um, no oh, offense. Uh, did you see the, the thing with Lincoln, though, that uh, he was saying that Caleb wouldn't take himself, like wouldn't let him take him out of the game, which is like the stupidest thing. You're the head coach. Yeah, you're, you're not, the head coach, he, man. He's costing you the game. Like they, they were so aggressively overselling, attacking him and blitzing him and stacking the box that they didn't have to do anything. Why the hell wouldn't you just be a, a, a grown man that you're supposed to be and take the kid out of the game? That guy doesn't know better. Caleb Williams clearly doesn't know better. His stupid ass painted his nails and put fuck Utah on his fingernails before the game and clearly pissed off Utah to no end. Like, why would you trust well, think, that kid? I think maybe he did it also for another team and that pissed off some some fans of another team. Look, you have to admit that they should have pulled him. Because it's 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 okay. stupid to, to let him get hurt any more than he was. Also, you got to be realistic about your situation, yeah. and you got to be realistic about his situation. Look out what's best for the player, and then also, it's not like he's going to the NFL this year. All right, so maybe keep him a little healthy for winter workouts, and not with a nagging hamstring uh, hamstring injury. Or hey, maybe if you're already hurt, people get a little more hurt in different places if they're playing well hurt. It's different than than the 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 fucking Ohio State uh, linebacker that was playing with two broken thumbs. He was playing in boxing gloves. It's a little bit different than a than a muscle tear or a muscle pull. So so there's there's levels. Or a quarterback on top of that. There's levels to the injuries that guys should and can play with. Like uh, Justin Fields' heroic broken rib game. It's a it's a little different than a hamstring because a hamstring, mm-hmm. you you really have to be pain tolerant for a broken rib, and that's a superhero thing to do or a cracked rib, whatever that was. Uh, but but a hamstring, it's like, okay, I physically can't move, and then it's going to impact all of my other – if I can't run great and then I maybe land wrong because I can't run great, then I'm looking at a huge knee injury, ankle injury, whatever it is. So it, it was a stupid decision to le- uh, keep, let him keep playing in the game. 
uh, for pride purposes or ego purposes. And I don't know. I didn't, uh, I didn't fully agree with that, but they got fucked on. Can I just, I want to just talk about the nail thing. Cause like that thing, I, that was like a big talking point after the game is that he did that. And then he got completely embarrassed and he was pouting after the game and all that. The, I get doing it against your rival. I'm not going to lie. That was kind of, you know, it pissed me off to no end, but it's disrespectful, but it's against your rival. Like I kind of doing that. I kind of get, I kind of respect that action, but to do it in back-to-back weeks going into a conference championship game, then it's like, okay, this is a little obnoxious. This is, I think he was trying to start something. He was trying to start something, but I don't, he, it's like, being the you know like going up to like the, the biggest meanest guy at the bar and shit talking to him is, to his face and then getting confused why he completely throttles you and beats the shit out of you it, he he started something against one of the toughest most old school hard nosed teams in the country and they beat the shit out of him like i don't know what what he thought was going to happen against utah he was trying to do something he's trying to be somebody all right like, like it happened I'm out you on were him. Trying to, you were, you're, I'm you're, out on him. Oh, you're, I'm you're, so you're, out of you're, him. You're a liar. Like, I'm you out on trying, him. You weren't trying to do something? You weren't ever trying to do something? I was a long snapper. What yeah, was I going to do? You, why are you buying headbands? Because my hair was too long, and it kept sitting, sitting uh, in my goddamn you face. Thought you, look, you thought you looked no, good. It I wasn't just it a white good. one. You, no. got a, you got a Rhode Island one. You're getting different yeah, ones. You were trying to get swagged out. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Swagged out is different than writing trying to get swagged out. I'm on your things. ass, Joe. I'm on your ass. Those are two completely different things. And you know everybody that's playing is trying to do something. They're trying to make a statement. All right. I can't do it without writing an expletive towards your opponent. That's the most fuck you. There's still a, a a level of respect that needs to go towards. Your oh, is opponent, there? How I about you? Say, yes. How about you tell the chat some of the things that you're saying to opposing players during a college football game? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that like, I, wall, if we're wall, talking about respecting an opponent, when you get between those lines, yeah, there's there's true. a level, and then there's another level of of oh, well, this is not this is not something a nice person would say to another nice person. It's football. That is the that, that is the most interesting way to phrase that, but I understand what you're trying to say. You don't go to work and get and, and have someone say yeah. they're going to pop the trunk on you after. Yeah, you you, tr- yes. you took a bus here, okay? You took a bus here. <laughs> you can't pop the trunk of the bus and then and then and then pull out a gun and shoot me. Unfortunately, you can't. But but in football, it's a little bit imaginative. You, you can get creative with your shit talking. Uh-huh. You want to get into your opponent's head. It's football. It's football, not politics. I'm not going to politicize or make this out to be something bigger than it's supposed to be. He's trying to say, fuck Utah. Yeah, fuck Utah. We're playing Utah. Fuck them. I want to ask you this, though. Who wins the Heisman after that meltdown? Like, I think it should go to Duggan. Well, I I truly believe the way that he put his team on his back in in a very hard position it should go to Duggan or it should go to Stetson Bennett because I think that I think it's either f- Duggan or Williams. It's still either Duggan or Williams. I don't know. I don't like the they're f- not giving gonna, to him after I'm that sorry. performance. Understood, understood, but they're not going to snub the next Mahomes. Give it's it to too him much next year. Give it to him next year. Drake May next year. We're not talking about that, but understood. But, Regardless, whatever. I got the only reason why I think it's going to go to Caleb Williams is because apparently the voting had already started before the game. Yeah, so a lady saying that she already she cast her first ever Heisman ballot. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's... Who is this? I don't know, some journalist. Oh. 
How do we get Why a- don't we get a vote? <laughs> no one wants. No. Oh my god! Could you or imagine? Not. Can you do a write-in? Um, Sam Hartman. That's my vote. <laughs> uh, great question here from David Hartman. If you could give out a game ball to Utah, who would you give it to? Uh, I would either give it to Jaquindon Jackson, who is uh, a former five-star quarterback converted to a running back. He popped off in this game. He had 13 for 105 and two touchdowns, multiple huge runs. And then uh, the other guy I would give it to is is the the converted rugby tight end, Thomas Yassim, who stepped in for Kincaid played, but apparently was having some nagging injuries. And for Yassim, that one run that he had was just so fucking badass. Do you know the one that I'm talking about where he just yes. caught the ball and he just trucked his way? That that dude has no flexibility. That guy might be one of the stiffest tight ends that I've ever seen on a Pac-12 team or a, a Power 5 team. But he is so goddamn tough, and it's like watching a lineman play tight end. Uh, that juiced me up. I would give it to either of those guys. I give it to their stupid fucking quarterback that cost me a bunch of money because he's tough as nails after taking a <laughs> massive shot to the dome. That's who I'd give it to. Their stupid fucking quarterback. By the way, his helmet came off because it wasn't strapped on. I that still, wasn't. It, it wasn't. Doesn't matter. Hit. It was. It was a real hit. That was a real hit. Fuck you, diminishing that hit. I got. I got well, to watch was, one good football. <laughs> hit. It was a good hit. Shut up. It was a good hit, but it his helmet came off because of his helmet wasn't strapped on. Do I have to climb to check? I have to clarify. <laughs> Shut up. Anyone who else wants Just to drop a comment. Joe DeLeon is the worst. I hate your new character. Is that the is that the new character? Is, yeah. is, is congested Joe DeLeon? Short for breath Joe DeLeon. Uh, I don't like short for breath Joe DeLeon. Well, at least I have energy, unlike I during the, the, the middle of the week. That uh, was not fun. Sure. Uh, I was just kind of talking from a distance and letting letting you do most of the work. Um, Aimbotter is saying, anyone who else has comments or thoughts, on championship weekend or on the college football playoff. Uh, feel free to drop them in the chat. Inbotter saying Dabo Sweeney said Cade is Sweeney. Sweeney, uh, Cade is starting the bowl game. Clemson is playing in uh, it is a good idea. Is, wait, is it a good idea? Uh, Dabo Sweeney said Cade is starting in the bowl game. Dabo Sweeney said Cade is starting in the bowl game. Clemson is playing in. Is it a good idea? Let's try to use a little punctuation in the chat here every now and then. I understand it's YouTube, yeah, but nobody really gives a fuck. But I, yeah, I got to be able to read. I got to be able to read. And speak. Hey, Aimbotter, uh, next comment uses like try to make it as confusing as possible and don't use any punctuation. I want Sean <laughs> to suffer. Um, I th- you want to hold on to back on the live, live reads then, pal? Uh, no comment. Um, well, a yeah. lot of those also lack proper punctuation as well. Oh, no. I, I think that going with Kate is the right decision. I would be yes. shocked if if DJ doesn't enter the portal by Monday. He's going in the portal. Oh, you'd be shocked. Uh, I, he's not declaring for the NFL draft, and he's not going jerk. back. I'm being a jerk. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cade should play. If he did that, uh, then he should play. Play the hot hand. It's always the hot hand. Yes. Um Okay, I don't think we have any other comments coming in. Sean, you got anything else? I'm going to go watch football, eat some chicken tenders. Okay. Have fun. Uh, I got, a spot, I got a spot that makes some fucking uh, like uh, stadium tenders. Like oh. not just your regular uh, 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 bullshit uh, uh, chicken tenders. Like, I mean, I know Zaxby's and Cane's is good, but like the stadium tenders where it's nice and flat. Yeah. You ever had Dave's before? Dave's, what, hot fried chicken? Yeah. No, I don't know I if it's just a West Coast thing. 
Well, when you come out here for the national championship, if you do, well, we'll see uh, if I do. I have not received any word yet. Which, well, you got to start asking. If I check, if I check my watch here and my calendar on my on my wristwatch, it's not. Uh, it's getting a little close. Yeah. Well, usually the how those things work, you ask and then you will receive an answer. So I don't know uh, if I want to go out there. Yeah, you, you better fucking come out here regardless. Um, well, I don't. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, get your dumb ass out here. Uh, I'll take you to Dave's Hot Chicken, though. It is some of the best drunk food that you will ever have in your life. Mm. Um, at Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. Everyone, thank you for tuning in. We will be back with more. Uh, we got no idea what we're doing during the bull, bull cycle, so uh, we'll figure that out. Who gives a shit? <laughs> this is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.